Welcome to the Crimson Circle Show. So glad that you can join us here. Whether you're listening in on Blog Talk Radio or the Awakening Zone, and if you're listening in on the Awakening Zone, there's a wonderful chat room there, or you could be listening at crimsoncircle.com, and there you can either listen or you can be entertained with video. So it's up to you. So we're just about ready for Jeffrey Hoppe to channel Adamus Saint-Germain. If it's something else, I'm sorry, that's the only information I was given. So, I think we're just about ready. Are you all ready here with our live audience in Cold Creek Canyon, Colorado? Yeah. Now, that is Chambra Passion. Okay, so, we're going to start. We're going to bring everyone together. We have people that we are aware of listening, thousands of people listening from all over the world. So we're going to take this couple of minutes to invite you all to join in, each of you sovereign, and yet each of us, from wherever you might be, connecting to this now moment. So I invite you to breathe deeply, consciously, to breathe, feeling into all that you are, from the core of you, the soul, the body, the mind, all of it here, now, in this safe space. So please, breathe. Breathe deeply, allowing the breath to fill you. And as the breath fills you, you can feel the energy. Breathe. Breathe, and if you dare, feel Adamus and the entourage. Feel as Jeffrey allows that energy to really fill and radiate. So please breathe and radiate with all that you are. Breathing and choosing the safe space. Breathing and opening to this experience. Breathe and receive. And as you breathe, your senses open, your awareness opens, and you're feeling. And I invite you, as you breathe, to listen to the music that's going to play and allow that to be with your breath, breathing the music, feeling it, flowing with it. So please, breathe and receive. Celebrate you. Breathe. Breathe. shadow and the fading light is stretching out towards the night cause the sun is low and I hear the 
I am that I am, Adamus of sovereign domain, Adamus, a master among masters. Ah, I've been waiting a long time to say that. <laughs> no longer the teacher, guide at times, a mirror at times, but no longer the teacher. Just a master among masters. Let's take a good deep breath. What an amazing, amazing time. Oh, Calder is telling me not to say amazing anymore, but there is no better word at this moment. So it begs the question what is a master? What is a master? You've had a lot of notions and concepts and beliefs. You've looked at others as they might be masters. You've had examples in the past, hundreds, thousands of years ago, of supposed masters. But what is a master? Master is one who is conscious of their consciousness. They are aware. That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. They are aware. We could throw in a lot of other words, enlightened and everything else, but it's really the awareness. Most humans, they know that they are living, even though they're desperately trying to have feeling in their life, life in their life. They know they're living through their suffering, through their lack, through the things they don't have. Oh yes, at times through uh, romance and love and accomplishment, but mostly, mostly they're not aware of themselves. They're not conscious of their consciousness. Indeed, they get up in the morning and go about their routines, routines that have been very deeply programmed in, but never if very seldom do they stop and say, Ah, I exist. I am. I am. The Master. The Master knows they are conscious, conscious of their consciousness. That simple. A simple, simple awareness. I am. I exist. Here I am. Nothing else matters. Not what came before me. Not what happened in another lifetime, not what happened yesterday, doesn't matter. I am in this moment. That's a master. And how good it is to address you as masters. And the first thing I would like to do in our new journey going forward is absolutely release any concept, notion, thought, belief that you had about what a master was, because it came from the old mind came from old uh, archetypical energies, old examples, mentors. That's not what you're going to be. You're not going to be like Yeshua. You're not going to be like any of the other masters. You are the new energy masters. And even if you don't feel that way right now, even if you have doubts and are questioning it, even if you're thinking, well, maybe I'll get there. Maybe I have a little bit of master. Maybe I'm 42% master right now. Fake it. Like I said, just act it. Because 
there is a there is an energy dynamic associated with consciousness that moves the energies, aligns it towards you. You just start acting like a master. You start acting in consciousness, and then it's there. First thing I would like to do is let's release any previous concept about what you thought a master was, because it's not going to be that way. It's going to be very, very different for all of you. Your concepts of a master came from uh, an older place, came from a mental place, and came from a place of power, all of which we're going to leave behind. So please do take a deep breath as we go into the release of mastery. Everything that you thought a master was, let's leave it behind. Every imagination and dream you've had about what mastery was, every concept, every thought about masters, let's wipe the slate clean, absolutely clean, right now, and not try to fill it with anything other than what comes naturally. Take a good deep breath and feel into that. How do you release that which you thought was a master? Well, you just do. I call it just going to that next point. Yo soy al punto. I am the point. The minute you choose it, you become it. Yo soy al punto. I am this now. You don't think about how you're going to get there. You don't wonder if you got there. You don't question if it's of value getting there. You don't wonder if you have the capability or the talent. You are soy al punto. I am that point. I become it. So we just become the release. We do it by dimming the lights, and we do it by playing some music, music that you can feel, not just hear with your ears, but you can feel in every part. Oh, let's begin a release.
like you to remember this as a classic example of where we're going. You choose something, releasing all the concepts you had about being a master. You go do something for five minutes. You listen to some music, have a cup of coffee, a glass of wine, get out of your head and allow it to happen like that. That was my next question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cream, please. It's that simple. If you make it any more difficult you're, you're really inflicting a suffering upon yourself that's not needed. If you're having to think about it, you're holding yourself back. It's that simple. I choose to release everything I knew, the thought about being a master, in order to go forward cleanly, clearly. Go do something for a couple of minutes. Listen to some music. It doesn't have to be New Age, as this obviously wasn't. It doesn't have to be classic. It doesn't have to be healing music. Do something that you enjoy. Now, while the music was playing, be aware, as some of you were, of the thoughts that are rolling through your mind. You're just aware of them, not judging them, not trying to block them, not trying to change them to make good, not getting angry with yourself that the thoughts are going through, but just 
being aware, being conscious. So, thoughts going through. Some of you had, what the is going on here? Why is he playing this? Is there something secretly programmed into the music? <laughs> is this voice in the music? Is that Adamus? Is he trying to tell? Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. You already made the choice. Now let yourself realize it. In those five-some minutes that the music was playing, there was a tremendous clearing of the old energies of what a Master was like, to make room now for what the new energy Master is going to be. It's that simple. The music wasn't special. It was just a, a chance for the energies to realign. A chance for a little uh, flushing to take place in some old belief systems. That's it. That is the classic example. I ask that the music be played very loud. Maybe some of you found it a little too loud. Ah, shake some things loose to let it flow through. But it's that simple. Hmm. Um, regular. Cream, not the vanilla sweet. Mm, no, just regular. Oh, God Thank you. you would want sweetness. <laughs> <laughs> Already too much. It would overload the circuits. Dear Shambra, this is why you're here. You chose to be here in this lifetime as embodied consciousness. Embodied consciousness. That's it. Embodied awareness. After many, 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 many lifetimes of being in the mind, many lifetimes of being in power. You chose to be here as embodied consciousness. You don't need power anymore. It'll be all around you. You'll feel it at times, and a part of you will still try at times to be in power once again, but you don't need it ever again. You'll find that there's something far grander than the mind or intelligence. It's called knowingness. It's always been there, but it's been covered up. This is where we're going. The mind will still function. The mind will still work up to a point, but we're going into knowingness. It's far more efficient and far more joyful than the mind. That's where we're going, my dear friends. Have you noticed in the past few weeks uh, the Interesting effects. You'll be talking to somebody. You'll be in, a, I would say, the older energy, having a discussion or an argument. And in the past few weeks, you just forget everything. You're just standing there. Your mind totally gives out. You forget your name. You forget why you're talking to them. And suddenly, nothing matters. Having one of those moments. Absolutely. That is well, I have to test this out. Mm. That is oh, that's that stuff that Calder drinks. You'd expect more and more of that. There's nothing wrong. It's absolutely appropriate because we're going beyond the mind. We're going into knowingness that's so clear and so fun. You'll you'll look back on the mental days as being belabored, as being tedious, as being slow, and this whole game of intelligence, trying to know everything, to learn – you're done learning the facts and figures of life, because first of all, you can never learn everything, and secondly, you'll find where we're going, they don't apply. 
Logic does not work. Now, because you know about logic and how to use logic, you'll still be able to apply it to a degree, to the, the proper degree, in working with others. But there's going to be no more of these head games. You know how some of you get into negotiations with others. You think that you have to do some sort of manipulation or working the program. Those days are done. Done. That's all mental. And you're just putting mental against mental. You don't have to negotiate anymore. All you have to do is take a deep breath and be in the knowingness that it's already worked out. No matter what the other person or peoples do in a negotiation – you're negotiating for a home or a car or a job or anything like that – you thought, I have to be clever here because they're going to be coming at me from their secret angle and I have to come at them. Let those days go. It's mental and it involves power. You are a being of consciousness. When working with others, you're going to find a very interesting dynamic. If you maintain the I Am Presence, and that dynamic is you sit down at the table, so to speak, and negotiation is already done. It's already over. You've already gotten what you came there to get, and don't be afraid of getting it, because you're never going to ask for too much, and you're never going to ask for it at the expense of another. You'll find them literally and somewhat metaphorically coming to the table and being there in service to you, as long as you're not playing that game of power in mind. Once again, you're going to remark to yourself, you're going to ask yourself, why did you ever make it so difficult, so challenging, such a battle? There are no battles at all anymore for any of you. No battles anymore. It's a cricket that's visiting us in his head. I'll squash it right now. <laughs> so it's just a cricket, I'm sure. No more, ba no more battles anymore. Not even my battles with mobile phones. Isn't that a relief? Yes, no problem. No more battles, no more of that struggling like you've had in the past. So let's take a deep breath with that. Beyond power and beyond the mind. The two biggest things that were holding you back and that really truly holding the planet back right now, no need for it. Living a powerless life is an amazing – there goes that word again – is a beautiful gift to yourself. You don't need it. There is no power in consciousness, not whatsoever. The only thing in consciousness is the awareness, I exist. There is no power in energy at all. Energy is just something that's here to serve you. It's compressed consciousness. It's yours. It's there to create whatever realities you're choosing to create. The hardest part is going to be you're still in this realm. It'd be different if you were off in your own sovereign domain somewhere, but then if you were, you'd be dead. <laughs> so you're going to be – one of the challenges, you're going to see power and mind all around you, and you'll even remember 
when you used it. It's not good, like it's going to vanish or evaporate. It's simply not going to be a factor anymore. You're going to see power, particularly in this year, in the world around you and pl- people playing those games. But the best way to handle power is to have none. Because those who work with power and work with the mind seek others who work with power and work with the mind. They won't see you unless you're there of your choosing, of your desire for your creations, and then they are there to serve you. It's a tall order, something many of you are still not totally comfortable with yet, but you will be going forward. Let's take a deep breath with that. A few points, a few very important points. Linda, um, if you would, um, at the board, please. These are the basic points of the Masters, the new energy Masters. Number one, tool, tip, whatever you want to call it, is the greatest oh, uh, rescue remedy that you're going to have for yourself. Because there still would be times of great intensity, but the greatest rescue remedy of all is going to be something very simple. It starts with an A, and it's not Adamus. It's allowing. Allowing. When I ask you to start allowing, now you can't force yourself to allow. You can't do allowing like you used to do meditation, or some of you even did breathing. It became a discipline. You cannot, you cannot really do allowing as a discipline. It simply is. Allowing is letting down the resistance, the barriers, the, the mind games, the thoughts, the defensive systems and mechanisms you put around yourself. Defenses that you put even in your, your physical energy field, but also in your mental energy field. Allowing is just that. It's taking a deep breath without any if, ands, or buts about it, and just allowing. What are you allowing? Yourself. Your divinity. The I Am. You're not allowing me. You're not allowing Yeshua, Buddha any of those other beings. You're allowing yourself. Allowing isn't something you think your way through. It simply is. It's that, yo soy al punto. I allow. I allow. And in doing so, without having to think it through, you're also allowing energies to serve you. You're allowing clearings to take place, because there is a chance, very good chance, you're going to accumulate junky energy from time to time. It's allowing a, a, a spirit wash, but not spirit, but spirit. We're going to find out, as Masters, the great lie of God. Great lie. It was mental, and it was power. That was the God that they worshipped, that you worshipped and feared at one time. The great lie, the true God, which I wouldn't even dare to call God, but the true Spirit, the Eternal One, is here and there. But it's not power. That's why it eludes so many. They project out to to a God. They pray to a God. They pray in power. They pray mentally. They never will feel it. They're never going to feel their divinity, because they're doing it expecting a response of power, 
or something in the mind. Spirit, the divine, is always there, but not when one tries to search for it or find it in power. It's so beautifully, simply, elegantly there when one stops searching in power. So let's take a deep breath. Allowing is the greatest tool. When you get in trouble, <coughs> when you're in storms, when you're in choppy waters, whatever metaphors you want to use for it, when you sometimes will go back, try to resort to the mind, take a deep breath and allow. Take five minutes. Listen to some music. Go for a walk. Take a shower. Whatever. Allow. Allow. Don't think about it. Don't think if you're doing allowing right, either. It is just what it is. It's so simple. Each night when you go to bed and you lay your head down, instead of running all the tapes through your mind of what happened during the day and what's going to happen tomorrow and all the projects you have, take a deep breath and just allow. It's going into the space of, I would call, all things, but it's no thing. That space of simply allowing. Oh yes, and, and you will have the tendency to go, am I doing this right? And take a deep breath if you have to ask the question. Obviously not doing it right. Allowing is simplicity. Allowing is something that you haven't done in a long time, a long, long time, fighting, struggling, battling, trying to figure things out. Yes, but allowing? No. Allowing is going to be one of your greatest tools. Take a good deep breath into the allowing. Remember, you're not allowing anything outside of you. You're not allowing the cosmos or uh, the divine feminine or uh, any of that. You're not allowing anything but yourself. You see, what it really means is you're allowing you to finally be you. That's it. Next on the board. Next on the board. Put uh, – and this would just be one word, but let me say first the phrase – put no cause before you. Put no cause before you. So you can write cause. Put no cause before you. There is nothing greater or grander than you, period, ever. There is no God before you. God within. God that I am. But the God, a true God, a true Spirit, would never put herself before you. So I'm asking you to put no cause before you, no cause for saving the world. And you're going to be tempted, especially in this next year or two, you're going to be tempted to get in there and do something, do projects, do something. Why? Because it occupies your mind. It makes you feel good about yourself. You think you're doing the right thing, helping others. You stepped out of that role when you stopped being an energy holder for the planet, when you started truly awakening. And now it's about you. You are the cause for yourself. It sounds a bit harsh. Some would call it selfish, but it is the greatest gift of love, of awe, the greatest. Have no cause before you. Don't put groups, organizations, even your family, your children, community service, or anything else. Don't put it before you. Don't put it more important, because the 
grandest thing you can do for yourself is the conscious integration of your divinity in this lifetime. The grandest thing. It's why you came to this planet. You didn't come to this planet to go off to save the whales and the dolphins. As I've said, others will do that. Others are at a point where you were a while back. They're wanting to experience what service is like. You're truly beyond that type of service. There's going to be times that come up where you're going to feel compelled to spend an extraordinary amount of time with, a, let's say, a social program or a community program or disaster relief type of program. What I'm asking you to do is do not put that cause before you. I'm not saying not to do it, but don't put it before you. It's so important for you right now to realize that you are the cause. You are the reason. And it's going to feel very, very selfish, very selfish at times, to give so much to yourself. But that is so what has been missing. You are the cause. Do you hear that? Yes. It's easy to get distracted by having something outside of you, somebody else, some other program. Oh, very easy, and I've seen many want-to-be masters doing it. Or they actually believe, they come to uh, believe by telling themselves that by doing all of this other work for everybody else, they're going to somehow uh, have their uh, ascension or their enlightenment. No. A true master has the enlightenment when they put themselves above all. Doesn't that sound strange? Strange. Because for so long, particularly the Catholic Church, but other religions have always said, put God first. Put family, community, everything else. But there was no I in the equation. It was everything else. And I get particularly annoyed when it's putting God first, when that God was masculine, powerful, mental, everything that God, that Spirit, truly is not. Put no other cause before you. And again, you're going to be tempted – oh, very, very tempted. It's not to say don't take care of your children, but take care of them as a master, not as a parent. They're really not your children. No more so than you were the child of your parents, or maybe biologically, but they didn't own you. It just felt like that. <laughs> Next on the list, equation. As I've talked about in Pronost, put consciousness in the equation. We'll put an equation because then it's ace, you know. Okay, equation. Put consciousness in the equation. And this is so simple, but yet they just don't do it. Uh, let's, uh, as I talked about in Pronos, let's say there's an issue in your life, no matter what it is. You can't figure something out. You're stuck. Stop for a moment. Just really stop for a moment. Whew. Put consciousness in there. Now, what does that mean? What well, means just stop for a moment? Stop for a moment. Take a deep breath. I exist. Nothing else matters. I exist. I am that I am. Typically, you want to let's say there is a let's say there is a health issue. 
It's like, oh, what am I going to do now? And I have to go to the doctors, and I have to, and then I'm going to try. While I'm going to the doctor, I'm going to get alternative healing care. While I'm doing that, I'm going to do all sorts of strange uh, waters and healing medication. Uh, you know the macchio. No, stop for a moment. Maybe you don't know the answer up there. The answer is already here about that biological rebalancing. And it might mean that in the rebalancing that you're going to feel sicker for a couple of days or maybe for a couple of weeks before you feel better, but it's a makeover that's happening. And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of crap – I'll use that word – crap energy that's in your system right now, and it's going to come out. Uh, and we'll do it as gracefully as we possibly can. There's a lot of toxins. There's a lot of stuck energy. There's a lot of things that are not yours. Even though I've been encouraging you to get rid of them, they're there. And we'll be going through that Yo Soy El Punto to get rid of that. Where's the wooden horse with the poop? If you're not – it's outside, right over there. <laughs> Go, go. You can go out the door. It's there. It's ready for you. Linda asked where the wooden horse with the poop is, right during the middle of my profound lecture. Uh, so put consciousness in the equation of everything you do. Uh, and it's not a discipline. It's not a, it's not a mental thing. But if you're going to have a drink of coffee, I said, just put consciousness into it. I exist as I drink my coffee. I'm aware that I'm drinking coffee. I'm in consciousness while I live. It's that simple. In consciousness while you live. How much of your day is about going through rote activities, about repeating things over and over, about just getting into patterns? I'm not saying you have to intentionally forcefully try to break patterns, because you've, you've tried it before. It doesn't work very well. Now, I'm not staring you down, Carrie. <laughs> I just am admiring the beauty the beauty on your face, you see. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you, you'll find – or you've found in the past that when you try your programs and I'm going to have this diet program or exercise program or whatever program to try to make yourself a better person. That doesn't really work very well, and in the end you feel worse about yourself as you were just going to try to say, and I wouldn't let you. So there are no programs anymore. Master has no programs. It's not on my list, but it probably should be. Master doesn't have programs. You know, these, I've got to try to reach this goal, I've got to do these things. They don't. You take a deep breath and you allow. That's it. That is it. That brings, that brings you into consciousness. The moment you just do the allowing, that brings consciousness into your life, into your food. And you don't have to worry about your diets and what you eat and if you drink too much or you smoke too much or anything like that. You realize you've had this whole great – I'm not looking at you, Carrie <laughs> – you realize that you had bushel loads of junk you've been carrying around. And I guess you must have enjoyed it up until now because, well, otherwise you wouldn't have been carrying it. And not carry, but carrying it. <laughs> carry. Carry. Now, see, so confusing. So, 
add consciousness to the equation. Everything that you do, not as a discipline, not as a program, but as a joyful thing, you can kind of combine a deep breath, allowing consciousness, I am, I exist. Screw everything else. It really doesn't matter. I mean, really doesn't matter. The overlays of hypnosis and programming are so strong, they are, they are exhausting. And they've been going on. They're, nobody owns these programs, these mass consciousness hypnotic programs that are in the what do you call it, the matrix. Nobody owns them. No government, no gods, no, no master god races. There are no master god races, really. They're not owned by any conspiracies. Governments and conspiracies are not smart enough to sustain any programs whatsoever. Good programs are bad. They're just not, uh, and they won't be. Conspiracies exist for drama, for energy feeding, and for power. That's it. That's it. Any of you involved in conspiracies should not be involved in Crimson Circle, period. We have no room, no space for conspiracies of any kind. Are there people doing stupid things, malicious things, things that are greedy? Absolutely. Is it going to affect you? Absolutely not. Not whatsoever. Let them play their games and let them have their victims. There's really no victims anyway. Let them intimidate and scare others. Walk right past it. There are no effective conspiracies, and I, I won't go into all my stories now, but I've seen them come, I've seen them go. And there are no governments on this planet that are smart enough to do anything other than collect taxes and make new laws. That's what they're experts in, but they are limited to that absolutely. They cannot lead, they cannot move, they cannot do anything else except collect taxes. That's built into the, the fabric of, the ma of this uh, matrix, absolutely. Even if they have, uh, even if the leaders and the government workers have uh, good hopes and aspirations, it's built into the fabric. Yes, absolutely. Taxes and laws. That's what they're very good at. But the law is not yours. And I tread on thin ice here, but the tax is not yours. But I'll explain that later. I'll explain that later. I'll explain how actually there's a very brilliant loophole in every tax system. I know, so brilliant that you're going to wonder why you didn't get it before. I'll explain that, and I'll explain when I'm going to explain that in a little bit. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually brilliant. I, there are those who work on these tax laws and codes over and over. And this loophole is sitting right in front of them, but they just don't see it. I'll explain it later. It would be one of the fun things as masters. Absolutely. Oh, no, you'll, you'll kiss me. You'll, you'll adore me. You'll, you'll go get me some more coffee. Yeah, master. Yeah, master. <laughs> uh, master, please. So next on the list. Oh, Linda, we need more writing on the list. What's wrong with you? Oh, no, I need you to write on the list. But I also need more coffee. What, what to do? Give it to Sandra. <laughs> Next on the list. Next on the list. 
a master never whines. It ties right into what I was going to say before. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be. A master does their own bidding. A master does their own bidding, not bitching, bidding. <coughs> master does their own bidding. Now, it seems a little strange, and why would I bring it up in the first true shout talking about masters? Because you've had a, had a tendency, a habit to have others do your bidding for you, having somebody else. Uh, Rely on them to do something. Count on them to make your life better. Count on them for your creations. Count on them for your happiness. Count on them to fight your battles for you. Master does their own bidding. They make their own life. They don't have somebody else go negotiate for them. They don't have somebody else go fight their battles. They don't say, to their sister or friend, you go talk to mom because, well, you get along with her better. The master does their own bidding. That way the energy is true. That way you are present in the situation. That way you're not getting involved in the murk and quagmire of other people's dramas. I know there's times in the past when you've wanted to shrink back. You didn't want to be noticed, so you had others do your bidding for you. You had others do things for you. But now it's time to step to the front and do your own bidding. Okay? Take a good deep breath with that one. Say, well, I don't think I ever – oh, yes, you did. <laughs> and you'll start remembering that in these next few days. You'll have opportunities, plenty of them, to do your own bidding. What is it? What happens in your own bidding? You're in a situation, and you say, oh, I'd sure like not to be in this situation. Who can I get to take care of it for me? Or how can I shrink? How can I get out of this? Oh, you take a good deep breath. You're right in the middle of it. You're in the middle of whether it's a storm of metaphoric or literal. You're in the middle of some, somebody else's energy challenges and power games, and you're like, oh, I don't want to be here. Take a deep breath. You allow for a moment, and you allow that I am presence to come out where there's no power and you're not thinking about it, and watch what happens. Watch what happens. You, you'll, you'll come to see they're going to be shocked at first. They're going to feel something and be very uncomfortable with it. They're going to, they're going to feel – you know how it is – suddenly the energy in a room just changes. Everybody's they're, – they're, because they're not conscious of their consciousness, they're, they're aware but they're not aware. They don't say to themselves, oh, the energy in the room just changed, I wonder why, but all of a sudden they find themselves reactive in a different way. So you'll be in a situation where you step out of the drama and the feeding and the power and you get into the allowing. Just take a good deep breath. Remember that song. Not, not the, every note in it, but remember, we started out clearing. You take five minutes, go do something else, or just take that deep breath into your allowing. The energy will change. And because they don't know what just happened, but they're reacting differently now, well, it's going to frustrate them and confuse them. That's when you really take a deep breath and just stay in that mastery. Remember, there is no, there is no psyching them out. Any of you have ever taken NLP? Barf it out right now. I'm serious. I'm serious. It was how to play power with mo more power. 
that, that is all a bunch of mental, not just NLP, but any of those things, all a bunch of mental crap and power games. And you don't need them. A true master does not need to manipulate in any way whatsoever. Masters always in their truth. They can speak their truth openly, honestly, clearly, and not be afraid. No power games. Ah, it's going to seem odd at first, a little strange, but then it's going to bring us such a sense of relief. So where were we? We were on oh, bidding. Do your own bidding. Next is next is I, not you. I, comma, not you. By the way, I've been yelling out because poor Edith can't be here. Oh, good, good. Thank you. <laughs> Temporary Edith, do your own bidding. <laughs> not bidding for Edith. Next, I, comma, not you. This is very, very important for you to, to recognize. Very important. And, and it's just a, it's a, it's a shift of perspective. So you're having an argument with a friend, or what you call a friend. You're having an argument, and you did this to me, and you did that, and you always, you see. And that's the way humans talk. And that's their level of consciousness and, and reality. You did this. I, and you, by the way, dear Shumper, do that. A master speaks only of the I. I enjoy when everything is peaceful. I enjoy the house, my house, the way I like it. I enjoy when there's not that loud, blaring music. I enjoy going to a restaurant, not, you never take me out to eat, you see, or you always do this and this to me. The Master just speaks as I. It's not about you. Not about telling someone else, because the minute you start doing that, you never listen to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> you never do what I say. You don't care about me. You don't love me. You've been like this forever. You see, you see the energy in that? It's power. It's projection. The Master is about I. I like having a nice fire and laying on a bearskin rug naked drinking wine. I'm channeling one of you. I, it's not me. <laughs> you see, and whether, whether you're actually saying the words whether you're, or whether you're just uh, feeling that inside and you don't actually have to say it, it changes the dynamic in the situation. First of all, it keeps you within you, because the minute you start saying to another person, well, you did this. Or you did that. Suddenly you're no longer in the I am. You are in the they are. When you stay in the I, the I am. I like not having to sit in traffic. I I like going on vacations to Kauai. Not you never take me any place. It totally changes the dynamics. You're gonna start being aware of how often you do the you thing. Uh, projecting it, particularly on the people closest to you, but also at the office. Express what you're desiring, what you're choosing. It's I, not you. Hmm. Good deep breath with that. 
Yes. And now it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little awkward at first because there's that tendency to lash out, to throw it back on somebody else. Now you're playing power. Now you are no longer in the I am. I, I enjoy being here with you. I mean, really, I do. <laughs> Truly. Next on the list. A master is you are capable of five levels of con- I'm sorry, seven levels of consciousness at a single time. You've been operating at one or two. You're aware sometimes that you're sitting here or listening in. You're aware if there's the heat in the room. You're aware of the, the noise level in a room, if it's too noisy, and you're somewhat aware that I'm standing here talking. So most humans are, are really conscious at one and a half, maybe two levels at a time. And that's what they're programmed into. You, starting from now on, can be aware at seven levels. Now, I'm not talk- talking seven dimensions. I'm talking about at any single time you can be aware of seven things simultaneously, not having to switch your attention from me to Linda to the noise in the back of the room to the lights overhead to the fireplace. You see, because that's singular. You're going around, just refocusing. You can be aware of seven levels at a single time. How do you do that? By allowing. Absolutely. If you oh, – just uh, seven levels of, of awareness. All of them? Seven there's, levels. I think there's more paper here. <laughs> I think – yes, there is. <laughs> You'd be <laughs> aware of seven levels at any given time. And again, you do it just through allowing. It's actually natural. Actually, you could go up to hundreds, but let's just keep it at seven for right now. The mind is going to feel overwhelmed at first, and that's one of the reasons why I say you're having these uh, mental episodes of forgetfulness, uh, because you're starting to already begin to feel it, and the mind fritzes out, but it will catch up. One thing about the mind is it's very adaptable. It quickly adapts. Uh, It's part of its survival instinct. It's part of its uh, ego uh, perpetuation. Uh, But it'll go beyond that very soon. Seven different levels. It's going to be a little confusing at first because you're going to try to get it through here. You're going to try to be aware of it through eyes, ears, nose. Uh, taste, skin, the five human senses. But suddenly you realize you're getting it all in here, and it's all coming in at the same time. It doesn't need to be filtered or processed through your mind system. You're going to become aware of – let's say you're driving down the road. You're going to be aware of the driving experience. You're going to be aware of uh, communicating with beings, uh, non-physical beings at the same time. You'll be aware of how a certain energy pattern is suddenly flowing into you because you've called it there. You'll be aware of how your body is suddenly releasing some energies, many other things, all at the same time. Uh, and, and, and at the same time, you're going to be aware uh, like of a bubble of a future potential just coming right, right towards you, all at the same time. The mind can't comprehend that so well right now, but with allowing, you're going to get there. So between now and our next gathering, again, just do some very conscious breathing allowing of that. And don't 
please don't do this thing where you're going saying, now I, I'm going to test myself. Can I be aware of seven things happening all right now? Because again, that's mental. It's, it's actually very easy. Well, let's just do it right now. Take a good deep breath, and without any thinking whatsoever, which you all just tightened up in your head. <laughs> well, we'll do it later. Uh, it happens naturally because the 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 true divinity, the, the true you, is not limited to a certain uh, to five senses, and it's not limited to one or two thoughts at the same time. It's actually very very unlimited. This unlimitedness needs to uh, basically break through the barriers of the mental beliefs. Well, I can only do one or two at a time. Many of you have taken uh, different types of mind control classes, or uh, I don't know what you call them, creation or abundance classes, and and they they taught you some very strange mental exercises. uh, And what you learned is that they don't work, (laughs) or that you failed. Uh, and, and actually, so in that there was uh, some, some wounding. It's like, oh, I didn't do it right. No, the courses weren't right. They weren't right for you, because you were going to sooner or later come to a space, a place far beyond mental. There's no efforting in this seven levels of awareness whatsoever. There's no disciplining in it. It is simply allowing. It's kind of happening right now anyway. But you weren't quite aware of or conscious of what it was. Like, why am I getting these weird feelings? I don't know what they are, and my mind's not working right anymore, but yet I'm feeling a little bit more clear than ever before. And, and then you shake it off. What's happening is you're going beyond the mind. You're coming into consciousness. That's it. You don't need all these other systems and programs and disciplines and anything else. Just the consciousness. That's it. That's it. That's everything. That's the knowingness. That's where everything comes from. It all emanates from consciousness. All comes from there. Every, all energies, everything in your life, consciousness uh, – let's do that one. I wasn't going to be on my list, but uh, consciousness. Let consciousness be the guiding force in your life. And you can use the other sheet of paper. Let consciousness be that guiding force. It's, it's, it's not that the energies and life and everything else guide you and then you react. It's let consciousness be the guiding force in your life. Okay, deep breath with that. I'm getting a little mental here. Okay, let that go. You see, the fun thing is you're going to come to the point very – well, you are coming to the point – you don't think about things anymore. You don't have to get all up in your brain about it. You just stop. Remember, always remember this example when we started today. You want to let go of concepts of what you thought a master was? Take a deep breath, and it becomes so. Play a little music, do a little dance, something, have a cup of coffee, and it becomes so. Without working at it, without doing anything. It's amazing. Okay, next on the list. Oh, I think we're done with the list. Next on the list is uh, – we're going to need some music for this, John. It can be just quiet, gentle music. Okay. We talk about being a master. We released the, what the, the concept of a master was, was, because you see, 
the true master, the true consciousness of consciousness, uh, has just been sitting there waiting, without power, without force, without having to do any exercises, been waiting. So in this experience now with some music in the background, take a good deep breath and let that true master, you and only you, let that come to you. It's not a saint or a spirit guide or that nasty old god of the past. The true master. Oh, this is a little too sweet. Uh, no, this is, this is not chamber music. I'm sorry, John, but harps, uh, you know, shoot me with a with an arrow. No, 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 no. Let's let's. Uh, this is not a Dhamma style. This is not Chambra style. Let's Chambra style. Let's try this again. John's just messing with me. Okay, here we go. Okay, now. Okay. Let that true master come to you without force. See what what happens so often? You get okay. Now what do I have to do? And you have that anticipation, that waiting, waiting for some reaction, waiting for something to come over you. You want that, that, that kind of mental high burst, you know, that releasing of chemicals in the brain that gives you that temporary exhilaration. It's not going to happen. Well, it's not supposed to happen anyway. Just letting that true master come to you doesn't have any of the old dynamics. doesn't give you that, oh, those little temporary highs you used to give yourself. I, I know they were important, they were real nice, but they were kind of artificial. And you just let it come to you. It doesn't have a power to it or a force, but it's there. You can't think your way into it. It's not about beliefs. Beliefs are really uh, beliefs are a mental construct uh, with a frosting of power on them. It's not about beliefs. It's about just allowing that true master. We let go of the old concepts of a master, but now the true master. Comes in. I say come in, but it's like it's always been there. But it wasn't integrated. Why? Because you're searching for this. Master slash God slash Golden Angel slash Grand Powerful Being. And you couldn't find it because that's not what it is. You're looking for something, oh, you could say, to kind of rescue you, something to give you more power. Maybe you never thought of it in that way, but something grander. The fact is, it's not 
what divinity is, or spirit, or I amness, contains none of that. But yet, those who seek power and a powerful God, powerful angels, they will seek this thing, this very thing that I'm talking about right now, because they think it has power. They think it will give them grandness and greatness. They think it will rescue them. So they, they seek it. They will not find it. But you, on this state of allowing, on this state of being a master, and let it come in. past, many of you have said, oh, I, I'm not very good at doing this because I never feel anything. Well, there is no feeling or what you would define as feeling to it. It's not these bolts of lightning and suddenly everything is some sort of uh, nirvana. There's not. Because those were old, dealing with mind and power. This, this is real. It's allowing the Master to take a good deep breath. And, and again, I say, if, if you're saying to yourself, well, I'm not getting anything, I'm not feeling anything, oh, just take a good deep breath, because it's not going to be, it's not going to come in like what you thought it was. But it's there. Okay, done with music now. Thank you. Let's take a good deep breath. Next on the list, we're going to be going into some interesting places. Well, it's not going to be so much about teaching, as I said, but more about experiencing, letting you begin to experience that master within yourself. It's interesting, over the, over the past three weeks in particular, uh, some have dropped out. I talked about being a master, and they made a lot of excuses to themselves, and, and they dropped out, and that's good. And anybody listening in right now, if you're not sure, you're saying to yourself, well, I don't know, what am, what am I going to get from all this? Uh, what, what am I going to, what am I going to, what kind of power thing? It's fine to leave. It truly is, because we want to keep the energies clear and clean. We don't want to, I don't want a lot of extra baggage on this journey. It would be easier to work with a very small group who are truly committed to their I amness than a big group that was either playing games, looking for some type of power thing, or uh, just using this as a distraction from their everyday life. So there's been a lot of self-selecting, the whole thing with the pin. My dear friends, amazing. Amazing the consternation that it caused all over, uh, starting with the staff. What do we do with this? Adamus, Adamus is giving away the house. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they had to 
feel into it, whether it was really right. Uh, mentally they were talking, what the hell is Adamus doing, or here Adamus goes again. But it was really about them feeling into, is it right? Does it, does it make sense? And of course, Crimson Circle staff jumped in to get it done. A brilliant work on, on their part. And of course, while all this was going on, they were saying to themselves, how could Adamus do this? At a time where they'd been talking behind the scenes about creating what they were calling a studio, uh, which is going to be expensive, very expensive. Creating a place so they don't have to keep hauling and lugging equipment. Creating a space so they can do a webcast at the spur of the moment, without having to have weeks or or months of preparation, but literally when we can get together uh, at a moment's notice, which we will be doing, which we're going to need to do at times. So all of this, and now they find themselves in the $30,000 in debt from pins. (laughs) $30,000 of pins being bought and shipped out, and they're shaking their heads going, why? Why right now? Why? Well, first of all, it was time to find out who's really going to move forward. Whether you got a pin or not, it's not really relevant, but what was relevant was saying, are you ready? The, The pin, in a way, was a bit of a distraction, because then you were thinking about a pin or no pin, and going through all the commotion on that, a bit of a distraction, but it also caused you to say, am I really ready? Because going forward it's going to be different. It's going to change the nature of relationships and games and uh, jobs and abundance and health and all those other things. And while some of you say that, well, you don't like those things, you don't like being broke or sick, well, you do, otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. It's, It's that simple. So when you have to make a conscious choice about consciousness and say, yes, I'm going to move forward, uh, as, as in the example of the pin, when you have to say, well, am I ready for this pin, whether you ordered one or just received it energetically, it was about making a choice. It was about going forward. So now we have a group going forward as masters. We're going to speak as masters, play as masters, and create as masters. It's time for this group, for Shambra, to, as a group, have a home. Have a home. No longer a bunch of uh, wandering gypsies or (laughs) going from place to place, but a home. Uh, There's been some talk questions in the past about having uh, other locations, other centers, and none of it's been appropriate until now. So this all comes here as the first of this year everything else that goes with it. So my dear friends, uh, I am asking Chambra, asking the Crimson Circle staff to create this. It should be a relatively simple creation. It shouldn't, shouldn't take a lot of work or a lot of time or money. It's just creating it. So I'm asking uh, for this center. So, and I, I believe you're calling it, uh, the staff is calling it the Crimson Circle Connection Center. Uh, of video uh, technical studio, but also a gathering place, like or not like the word, but a gathering place, uh, a place where there's going to be uh, the messages, the, the discussions, but ah, yes, and hold your grief, but a place where you come and dance and enjoy life and get together, my words, 
absolutely. So, um, so as an example of this center, uh, we, we have a, a graphic here that shows uh, the dream of the center, and just to give you a good visual, go ahead. <clears throat> that would be going ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's. I'm sorry. That's my center. That's that's my house. Your house will look more like will look more like this, like this. So this would be a place, a home, and and that is one of the other things with a master. Every one of you needs and should have a home. It doesn't mean you necessarily need to own it if you're adverse to that, but a place that's really yours. Some of you are still – some of you are living with your parents, <coughs> but some of you are living with a bunch of others, of the not so much of like mind. Uh, some of you are uh, – you, you have a strange term when you – couch surfing uh, that you do. Uh, or uh, some of you think that the back seat of your car is a nice home. No more. Uh, I will not tolerate. Um, masters who live in the back of their cars, unless it's a really big, huge car, but then you wouldn't be able to drive it. It's so big. It wouldn't fit on the roads. I'm just not going to tolerate it. Uh, and, and couch surfing and not knowing where you're going to be next. There's time for all that to end, including that for, for Crimson Circle, for this organization. You, you need a place. So uh, we've mocked this up, uh, and, and it's just a, an example. So here's the deal. Masters, uh, kind of actually first interesting lesson in manifesting in abundance. It's going to be forty-four dollars for each one of you. Now, now, before if any of you are saying to yourself, "Well, there they go, wanting my money," leave right now. Just say goodbye now. Uh, out for the rest of you. If for some reason you don't want to do it, that's fine. Just make a choice, yes or no. None of this talking about it or discussion. If it's not there for you right now, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. If it feels right, do it. At $44 per master going forward, we're not going to even have to stress out the staff uh, about any of this. Now, we're going to create this center. We're going to get it going immediately. The staff was actually talking about contingency plans. What happens if it doesn't work? Well, I'm, that's not even up for consideration. Uh, it's not. This is going to be created, and in, in away we go. Next, the first class, regular online class that's going to be taught at this center. And by the way, the questions are oh, questions all over. They're coming in on email. They're everywhere. Yes, it can be more than 44. I don't care, but 44 or more. <laughs> Secondly, angels. If you're already an angel, they're saying, do I still need to do it? I don't care. Do it. Don't do it. It's your decision. It's either yes or no. First class, taught from this center that is going to become the epicenter, the core of the Chambra Master Consciousness, is going to be a class that I've, the staff has been asking me to do, and I've been procrastinating asking me again and again, when are you going to do the class on abundance? And it's going to be from here, and, and it's going to be free. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, because you've created a center 
Now we can really talk about abundance. We can get through that issue. Two issues that I want to work on right away. Abundance. Your abundance. And you see, if you choked about the $44, really, leave. I, I swear, leave. And if, if you don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Kathumi come and <laughs> don't, do not give me money. <laughs> How about Michelle? <laughs> Now, Thank you. Uh, let, let me set a timetable on this. End of February, uh, and February has 28 days. Please, so don't don't wait till the 30th of February. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Uh, master up. <laughs> Make a decision. <laughs> Make a decision. Stop whining about it. Don't do it if you don't want to do it. Don't. Tell me about any of the junk you don't – don't say you don't have it or, you know, they're always asking for money. They don't always ask for money. They should. They don't. What's wrong with them? Now I'm asking for it. Real simple. First class, online class other than a shower, taught from here, is going to be about abundance. Get it? Does it make sense? Great. We're going to go on after that. My other issue is your biology. We're going to do some work on that. And we'll come from this place. No more wandering band of gypsies trying to find cheap hotel rooms, <laughs> ballrooms, meeting rooms at at a hotel. Well, they, yeah. Uh, so it's time to go forward, and and uh, and it's just time. Okay, let's take a deep breath with that. Good. Thank you. And if we could get that next slide, please. Um, and if you're wondering. Where do I find this? How do I, how do I make this? It's an input. It's not a donation <laughs> on donations and contributions. It's an input. It's an energy. It's where you find it on – would you give her the microphone, please, uh, so she can explain? So how can you find where to input? If you go to the Crimson Circle website, www.crimsoncircle.com, or the store, store.crimsoncircle.com, uh, you won't miss it. It's all over the home pages. Good. Good. Click on that, master up, and let's make this happen. Okay. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, dear Shambra, that's it for this day. We'll continue. Uh, can you uh, just, without thinking, can you feel how the energy shifted yeah. and moved yeah. and bounced all day? Oh, yeah. Such a, and, and please take this into account for yourself. A place for you. Uh, I'm going to insist on it. You have a home base, something that is yours, something that feels right. It's it's so important in this work. We're, we're, the abundance thing, the the biology thing and having a home base. They're so important. So let's take a deep breath with that as masters. And again, remember, the very first exercise today is it's simple. When you're talking about letting go of anything, whether it's your old concepts of being a master, your old concepts of abundance, any of that, what do you do? Yo poi al sunto. Yo soy al punto. What? He had one of those. <laughs> Yo soy el punto. Yo poi el sunto. <laughs> you be careful. You take a deep breath. Play some music. Dance a little bit. Whatever. 
Get out of your mind. Just allow. And then remember, no matter what, all is well in all of creation. Look forward to talking to you at the Abundance Gathering at the New Center. Thank you. So stay with that allowing, this mastery. Breathe with that. Stay with that. Take that with you onto your journey. Thank you for being here with Adama Saint-Germain, channeled by our dear Jeffrey Hoppe. Thank you for being here in Cold Creek Canyon. Whether you were listening in on BTR, Awakening Zone, CrimsonCircle.com, or watching on CrimsonCircle.com, we are so glad that you could be here with us. And we invite you to be here next month, same time, same place, March 1. So, but not for long, maybe, if everything works out well. So, thank you. Thank you very much. We'll see you again soon, somewhere in the ethers, wherever. Just breathe it in and live as a master. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.